Well, hello, and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on your bravs. I'm Ronnie, and guess who I'm with? He's gorgeous on the inside and the out. It's like a chocolate-covered payday bar, darling. His name is Ben Mandelker. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. I got a chocolate payday. <laughs> Can you Lucky. tell? Lucky. Yeah. I just... Five below. Okay. Oh, you lucky duck with your chocolate payday. I had a, I had a think bar that was my chocolate right now, and I got my coffee. I have my, I have some McDonald's coffee with me today because I ordered myself a McRiddle. Okay. For breakfast. That's okay. Life. Well, welcome to the show that we're going to talk about shit you guys don't care about. Okay. Yeah. Let's watch what crap is today is below deck day. This is going to be our last below deck recap for a little while. We're taking a little break on below deck, not because we hate it and hope it dies, but because Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is coming out this week, and there's so much on the schedule, we just like literally we can't. So we're going to have yeah. to move some stuff around. Also, below deck just has not ended for a year. Okay, it's been yeah. below deck after below deck, Mediterranean, sailing, regular, they're going to have adventure, they're going to have below deck goes to the laundromat. I don't know. It's too much fucking below deck. You guys need to calm your tits. Now, I, I love below deck, and I've actually been really enjoying this season so far. But um, yeah, it's sort of getting, it's just, you know, we just too need much. to take a little below deck break. A little too below much, deck break. Um, still love below deck. Still love Captain. Yeah, Lee, we're not going to give it up that. or anything. We're going to keep watching it. So we'll probably have it back on the schedule towards the end of the season. But for now, let's get to this recap, okay? This episode is titled Pissed on Chickens Can't Compare. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. So um, where we left off was that there were just these awful people on this boat um, and they all got wasted because they're a bunch of like real estate assholes from Seattle. And this guy, Justin, and this girl, Terry, got real drunk and started fighting. And Justin started telling t- telling people, including Heather, our chief stew, to shut the fuck. Go fuck yourself. And now they are fighting and um, the crew is trying to keep them separated. Yeah, Justin's Just like an going, offspring song. Justin's going through the boat going, this is a whole fucking circus, isn't it? Someone's going to be jumping off this boat tonight. That's what's going to happen. And then he's, he's like, saying Me. that. Maybe we should just calm down a little. And I was calling her Linda. So sorry. I know your name is Terry now, but I like you seem like a Linda to me, Terry. Okay. So I'm going to stick with Linda for a bit. Linda's um, the, our narrator on House Hunters, we, de- we decided. Yeah. Linda's been in my head a lot for some reason. She's like, can I stop this now? And Eddie's like, well, if you stop interacting, we'll stop. It's been a long day. How about you just stay away from Justin right now? And Justin's <laughs> like, not my fucking problem, Rachel. He's down in the galley and she goes, hey. You know what I give? Not a fuck. That's for sure. So Justin's like, well, I hope someone gets pissed off for real. I don't even know what he meant for that. But in the meantime, Eddie walks Terry down to her. She's like, thank thank you. Thank you so much. Th- thank you. Thank you. And then Colin, who seems to be the only like good human being on this ent- of this entire group. He's the only one that we saw last week that seemed to have any sort of self-awareness. He comes up to the crew and he's like, what can I do to help? And they're basically like, can you get Justin in his room? So... So now Colin goes up to Justin, and Justin's like, well, everyone go fuck themselves. They can jump off the boat if they want. He just loves that. He loves the idea of someone jumping off. He just wants someone to Dolores it up, right? So uh, Colin's like, okay, give that, give, that, give that drink to me right now. Come on. Come on. We're going to bed. You can go. And so then Justin, of course, says, no, you can go fuck yourself and throw yourself off the back of the boat. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. Jump off the back of the boat. My favorite. Oh, so Colin tells him to go. We see Raina getting into bed going, what the fuck? And then um, Colin is getting Justin into bed and he's still screaming, you just go fuck yourself, fucking side fucking ways. And Heather's just laughing. And he goes, yeah, shut the fuck up. So Eddie whispers, uh, go to bed, go to bed. Please go to bed, Dad. Please, please just go to bed. So Justin goes to his room and Colin's in there and they close the door. And Colin's like, just stop being a self-centered piece of shit. Why don't you? He's like, well, that's a bit much. It's like, finally, (laughs) Justin, you just have to hurt his feelings a little. And he shuts right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So then they finally all go to sleep. And now it's the morning. And uh, everyone's waking up and Captain Lee's like, well, it's good to be at the top of the food chain. That's for sure. You know what's not at the top of the food chain? Chickens. That have been pissed on, especially. You can't compare them. 
God, it must really suck to be a Cheerio. Cheerio, no, gonna eat you. Sorry, bottom of the food chain, sucker. So and then Heather tells Jessica. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say Heather's telling Jessica, like, "Hey, Captain Lee's white shirt is on the counter, and it needs to be to Lee by six p.m. tonight." So I'm like, "Ooh, there's gonna be a shirt issue." Nope, that was it. Just a just a little piece of information that never comes back to anything. Just is like, well, do I need to wash it too? And Heather doesn't answer. She just leaves. And Jess is like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she tells us, my last boat was a cakewalk. We did the same routine every day, and we could get off the boat and like explore. And I don't get to do that here. When do I get a day? When can I go out on a boat and just do something nice? And the producer's like, well, probably soon enough. She goes, I hope so. So then Raina's dancing and Wes is Wes is enthusiastic as usual. He's like, everything is shiny. And then um, the gays uh, wake up and they're like, um, when do you think the rest of the group will be awake? And the other one's like, oh, well, I will be surprised if any of them are up for the next several hours. And by the way, something that I noticed in the last episode, the two gays, there was what the tall gay is like, um, he was like very mouthy to the people to like everyone and then he was like the one saying to captain lee i am so sorry you know he was he was basically acting like that and the other other one was being really quiet and i was surprised to learn in this episode that the tall gay was actually the boyfriend to one of like the the short gay and well i'm not surprised they were boyfriends but i should say that their billing was the short gay was like one of the primaries and the and the tall gay was boyfriend of the primary which is just to say that the way the tall one acted made it seem like he was the one who was working with all these people, but he was just the he was just the plus one. I was actually like, "Wow, you're really uh, you're very comfortable with your boyfriend's coworkers." It's called gay confidence. <laughs> gay confidence. It's so a, it took see... a long way around to make a not very interesting point about a less than interesting person. Well, I'll tell you who's got gay confidence. The dead pig sitting in the fridge. Because I've never seen a pig sitting up like that in the fridge. Just being ready to be cooked. He's like, cook me then. Go ahead and fucking cook me then. <laughs> yeah, it was daring it. It was very, very much so. And then uh, Michael knocks on a door. Why did I write that down? Because <laughs> he's trying to wait. He's banging on Justin's door trying to wake him up. And then the captain and Eddie are talking in the bridge. And he's like, so how was it, huh? And Eddie's like, did you hear a bunch of screaming and yelling and crying and banging? He's like, nah, I heard the sweet sounds of John Denver promising that someone's going to be leaving on a jet plane. I love nothing more than dreaming about plane tickets being used. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And uh, he tells Captain Lee about Justin and Terry and everything. And then Heather joins them. And Captain Lee's like, okay, let's discuss the elephant in the room. I have a shirt. It needs to be here at six o'clock. And I want to make it a story point. Can we make this happen? Well, who cares about shirts? I mean, that guy told Heather to go fuck herself. Which, to be fair, he was also telling, like, the columns in the, you know, he was he was telling the literal table to go fuck itself. Um, True. And, uh, and uh, Terry was just bawling in tears. Heather can tell you more, Heather. And she's like, good morning. Uh, well, it started to get aggressive, crossed a line for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to tolerate this, okay? I'm livid. Pissed on chickens can't compare. My crew's not here to be abused by anyone but me. I can't talk to him because I'll lose it. But this will be a conversation. And I guarantee you, I'm going to put my chin on my hand at one point and just stare. All right? All right. I'll discuss (laughs) it at Anchorage. This will not happen again. So now all the guests are gathering at the table and Raina burps and it's funny. And then Michael is like, ah, I still don't even know what exactly happened last night because that's what I'm going to play that card, which is that we acted like monsters and I'm going to be like, hey, I don't even remember anymore. And one of the gays goes, well, I know what happened. And at the same time, I'm like, and the other one goes, perhaps not. And they're like, hee hee hee. <laughs> so Jake's like, all right, let's talk setup on the beach. Plants and tables. I'm thinking me and, uh, you know, we'll do the beach setup. And then Raina, you can stay on the boat. And then we'll change schedules, all right? I'm going to be on days. Raina, you're going to be on late. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. Back it up. People need to, like, switch you know, we need to switch. He's like, no, we can switch on different charters. She's like, I'm going to die if I don't sleep. <laughs> yeah. 
And so then Wes says that the first charter, they switched off on their schedules, but now Jake wants them to keep the same shift for the entire charter. And Jake is like, that's how I want it. So Wes, Wes says, well, Regan's overreacting and Jake's being bossy and I'm caught in the middle. This is great. I'm even enthusiastic about being in an untenable situation. Wow. And Rain is so mad. She's just cleaning and she's like, ah, that lead deckhead shit's gone to his fucking head. So then at the table, Heather's like, mm, we, hi, we, how hungry are we? Do we want to make a special <laughs> order, we? Oh. Uh, and so they're going to be, uh, they're going to be pulling the anchor in a few minutes. So Captain Lee expects some clear and concise directions. Okay. So I'm going to let, and guess what, Eddie? I'm going to pull a Captain Sandy and let you drive the boat. Okay, you're going to be excited there? We're going to put you on daddy's lap and you're going to drive like a big boy. (laughs) So then uh, Jake radios Raina to come up and Eddie's pulling up the anchor and the guests are like, well, I haven't showered yet. Michael says he hasn't showered and one of the gays is like, um, we can smell. He's like, what are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, and that was the guy that was like the, the boyfriend of, I think, who said that. I'm just like, wow, that's like, that could be your boyfriend's boss. I mean, he's an awful person. I'm glad you said it, but still. So then um, uh, Jake is like, anchor's off the bottom. And what do you need to say? Home. Locking it off at home. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. God, I love I love that combination. Home, locking it up. Oh, so good. All right, Eddie, you're doing a real great job there. Just turn that knob. He's like, okay, Dad. Uh, you're going to have to push down that knob to turn it, Eddie. Oh, really? Jesus Christ. Well, I guess the secret's out of the box. Better better secure the medicine cabinet. Now he knows about the old push and turn. <laughs> so Jake and Rainer are talking, and uh, she's cleaning something in the mess hall, and, or in the mess. And he's like, do you feel all done by? And she's like, what does that mean? He's like, you're not happy with me. She goes, well, I'm not in charge, so I'm just going with the flow. He's like, you're giving me shit, aren't you? She's like, I'm just quiet when I'm frustrated. I just need to be alone. He's like, there's nothing to be frustrated about. It's work. Oh, really? There's nothing to be frustrated about at work? Since when? Since fucking when? Half my life has been being frustrated at work. It's how I feel good about myself, okay? Fuck you. Don't tell me how to work. Yeah, he's like, it's what we're here to do, which is so patronizing. She goes, you think I don't know that? So Raina's like, you know what? I kissed him too soon because he's a jackass now. It's like, yeah, well, that's how it unfortunately goes. So now Terry's back at the table, at the breakfast table, and she's sitting there. But then Justin shows up and she's like, huh, I'm just going to go sit over here and talk to... Talk to the seagull about Michigan. So, you're from Saginaw, huh? <laughs> I'm from there. So, uh, Justin sees that she walks away, and he just walks to the back, too. And Heather's like, how are we? He's like, other than a headache, not so bad. She's like, God, that was awkward. I was so awkward how I said, how are you? And he said, he's okay. I mean, gosh, I haven't had a guest treat me like this in ages it's like wait hold on i need to rewind this to see him bully her because this do- that didn't seem to justify a bullying monologue did it to you um well i mean he did tell her to go fuck herself so i don't know i mean i don't well, know if someone's gonna react to that no but she's saying right now she's like oh my god that's so awkward he just said not too bad <laughs> well i guess it's just that they're, they're it's like there's awkward knowing about what happened last night and then we have a flashback of him saying go fuck yourself and throw yourself off the boat God, I love th- threatening people to go off the boat. <laughs> so Heather, so then Heather gives us, this is her monologue. This is reminding me a lot of when I was bullied in high school. I mean, growing up in Hawaii, I had my arm broken. I had my face batted in. I had lunches thrown at me because I was the only white blonde girl in my school. It's bringing up a lot of trauma from my childhood and being bullied. Okay, so then um, Fraser, <laughs> Fraser, Fraser, Fraser. Oh yeah, someone on Fraser, Twitter was like, "It's duh. Fraser, not Fraser." Yeah, we should we should know better. So Fraser is making a bed with Jess, and he's like, "Last night was just a fucking match between the guests, wasn't it?" Mm. <laughs> it's like watching a piece of trash go after a piece of vermin. That Jake, 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 Eddie, Jake, Jake, Eddie. Is the anchor ready for dropping? Drop two shots. You're stuck. Log her in. Well done, Eddie. Well done. Oh, I like this anchorage. It has maybe a little roll to it, but it's not bad. Oh, sorry. That was Eddie saying it, but I'm just going to say what you said, Eddie. I'm pretending it was me saying it. Just like to say, uh, nice job today. You came in here not knowing that a knob needed to be pushed down in order to turn it, and you're leaving as a man who knows how to push that knob down 
and then turn it. Well done, kid. Well done. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Next, I'm going to tell you how to ring them bells because you got to ring them bells. You got to ring them loud. Okay. So, hey, uh, Michael and Justin. Hey, Heather. Heather, Heather Lee. Can you send Michael and Justin up to the wheelhouse, please? I got to let them have a come to Jesus moment. And maybe I'll teach them about the whole pushing and turn thing, too. It's kind of fun to teach people that one. Well, um, the captain would like to see you in the wheelhouse. And they're like, oh, Jesus. So they go up there and he's like, I just want to have a chat about what transpired last evening. Dun, dun, dun. So then we come back and he repeats himself after commercials. And he's like, now telling Heather to go fuck herself is totally improper. And Justin looks like he's going to cry. I mean, yeah, it is hilarious. <laughs> It is amazing. It's like, now listen, let me tell you what we're going to do. This is your punishment. We're putting you on a dinghy with Captain Sean, and you've got to rearrange patio furniture on a beach for the next afternoon, okay? Mm. That'll settle that. I don't talk to my crew that way, and I don't tolerate someone else doing it. And Justin's like, I wish I had context as to why or how that happened. He's like, I don't want excuses. Now get your <laughs> shit together. If that behavior happens again, your charter will be over. Now hold on. I'm going to look kind of over your head, maybe into the distance for a minute. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, sir, I oh, understand. Yes, sir. <laughs> and Michael's like, and I apologize for my friends. And he's like, were you being a complete jerk last night? I'm like, it wasn't just last night, Michael. It was the entire afternoon, too. And Jessica goes, yeah, I think so. Huh, I think so. So then Heather comes up. She's like, how is that? How is that for we, Captain? And he's like, well, I don't think we'll have a repeat performance. I'm going to need someone up here to clean the pile of fear shit he just left on that chair, though. She's like, right away, we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's let's see how this day goes. Oh, cool knob. Wow, you just turned that and you knew the whole push trick. That's amazing. <gasps> ding, ding, ding. Hold on, I got to get this. Yeah, what do you want, Captain Sandy? I just wanted to say that Shaw's initiative, make her the captain. Make her the captain. <laughs> So now Justin goes and he apologizes to the whole gang. And then um, uh, then the deck crew starts getting ready for this beach picnic. And then this is the part where Heather mentions Linner like 10 times, which like I can't stand the phrase Linner. I appreciate it. I appreciate it as a meal. But I think ever since like Taco Bell really tried to push a Linner thing, I was like, I refuse to accept Linner in my life. I will take it as a different name, but not Linner. But Heather is like, um, so we're gonna do like a liner by like three or four, you know, liner. It's like lunch and dinner together, you know, liner. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do that. So like, just gonna make a liner with the whole hog. We're gonna do a liner. We're gonna do a liner. Is everyone ready for liner? Liner, liner, everyone. <laughs> Maybe liner. I don't know. Um, so they're like, whatever. Dunch. We don't care. I want dunch. How about dunch? I would. Dunch. I would totally have dunch. <laughs> just not liner. Um, maybe it's because it sounds like Dame Judy Dunch. All the better. <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't find that delicious? Am I right? Mm -hmm. So Rachel, Rachel's like, I've experienced cooking a whole hog. Logistically, it takes too long to cook at the beach, so I pre-cook it in the oven, and then on the beach, I throw it in the pit and say, "Oh, it's done!" <laughs> Fire roasted pig on a spit. <laughs> and then Justin goes up to Heather and he goes, uh, "I just want to say sincerely, I am so sorry for last night and." If you still want to throw yourself off the back of the boat, that'd be pretty cool because I've been kind of waiting for that moment. But if not, that's cool too. I'm really so sorry. Just, well, we appreciate the apology, but you know, every day is a new day. So enjoy the blank page. I know we are. <laughs> but really go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so she passes champagne around and Jake tells Raina she's going to have to do the teak while they're at the picnic. And she's she just gives him an okay sign but ignores him. She hates him right now. Yeah. So then <laughs> boat to the beach sets up. And of course, Wes loves it. He's like, I love these beaches. I grew up in the Caribbean, but I'd love to do beach picnics. They remind me of home. Oh my God, love this. So then Rachel uh, is talking to Heather about what they need. They need some trash bags. And Heather's like, and toilet paper? I mean, where do we? She's like, uh, <laughs> Captain? He's like, I'll leave you guys in this conversation. <laughs> damn it. Talking about being <laughs> ladies peeing on a beach. I'll tell you, I'll be in my room. <laughs> so Heather's like, even if it takes 20 tender rides to get these people what they want, there's no room for error, okay? Because I did not emerge from yesterday to get a shitty tip, okay? So we're going to set up everything perfectly. 
So uh, then there's like this thing where the guys are talking about having a swimsuit contest and Michael wants to call it a trunk contest. And then he's like, yeah, because if we call it a trunk contest, you know, I'd win because you know how elephants have a trunk, you know, think of that. I got a big penis. That's what I'm trying to say. I got a big penis. I'm going to win the penis contest. I got a fupa as flappy as an elephant here. All right. <laughs> um, so the gay's like, hee, 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 hee. So Justin is all dejected and alone, not laughing. He's like, look at yeah. me, separated from the crowd. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. And then we're at the beach, and there's a fireman, and everybody's getting ready for the picnic. And the guests are like, well, hopefully we can get off of this boat and play a game together. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Justin's just like, shut the fuck up, Terry. Just shut the fuck <laughs> up. Shut the fuck up with your Saginaw games. We know them all. <laughs> so Jess is like, meanwhile, Jess, the one who just loves being in laundry, now she's pulling this one. Just so freaking exhausting being a stewardess all day long. I mean, the money's worth it, but I'd rather much be at home just driving around, eating my burrito, listening to my music. It's a lot less stressful than what I'm doing now. It's like, well, then why are you doing this? Why? Like, and, and you're doing laundry. You're just doing laundry, which I know laundry is annoying, but you said you love laundry. You're literally doing something that you said you loved. I know. I just, it's Jess. I just look at Jess and I think, God bless her heart. Eating a burrito in her car. That's just not She's, right. You just there are some I, things you don't yeah. eat in your car, burritos and Whataburgers. Okay, everybody knows that. Okay, you have a She's stinky like, car, Jess. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Your car stinks, Jess. Eat I just it. miss driving around eating sloppy joes and you know <laughs> fondue to go. It's like, it's like yeah. everything that could be messy. I feel like Jess like. She's just not, you know how when the people say you're from the wrong generation, like you should have been like, like, oh, if I was the 20s, I would have been made a great flapper. I feel like Jess, she just needed to be in the 90s. Like she just needed to be working at Blockbuster. I think that's her speed. Yeah, that's a good call. I could see that. Just She's staring such, at I that. I mean, she looks like, like a block- big cardboard cut out of Arnold Schwarzenegger all day. Like, well, who said you would be back? And here you are, sir. Here Just putting you are. on terrible rom-coms on the TVs. You know, yeah. like every time you walk in, you're like, why are they always showing this strange, like, Kathleen Turner movie that didn't do well? It's like, I yeah. love it, though. It's like, oh, Jess is working again. So um, Rachel is, uh, what's happening here? So there's a fire. Oh, Rachel <laughs> tells the pig. guys to put the pig on the fire. Yeah. And it's not a spit. They, she just wants them to put it on a pan in the middle of the fire. So yeah, there was no that's, spit. that's a little confusing. <laughs> I thought that was like some spit deception there. Okay. So they put it on the pan and everything. And well, it's not, it's like, it's just like they made like a fire with metal around it. It's like they made a little metal shack. It's like a tin. It was a love shack for a pig being roasted. It's like, imagine the love shack, except instead of being filled with love, there's a pig that's being incinerated by a fire on the inside. Pig God. shack. Okay. Jeez. Tin no, I, I don't want to imagine that, but thank you, sir. Thanks for putting that in my head. Uh, so, so Eddie's loading up the gas, and uh, Rachel's like, uh, will you pull that pig for me, Jake? Pull it! Pull it! Yeah, Jake, pull it! And he's like, uh, fucking hell, Rachel, the pig's on fire! I do wonder, though, what it must be like to get pegged by a pig on fire. Sounds sort of poetic, doesn't it? God. <laughs> so Rachel's like, well, thank God it's only the skin. Flip it upside down, and they'll never know. It's a big episode for pigs. So uh, now Raina's on the phone with her mom. She's like, Mom, I'm ready to kill someone. I mean, literally, because Jake has been like the lead deckhand for like a whole day. And he talked to me so disrespectful. I mean, I'm not perfect, but that shit is annoying. You know, I mean, like, hey, connecting with people on the boat is difficult. And the person I was connecting with was Jake. The person I'm having issues with. <laughs> uh, uh. Her mom's like, take your time. Get yourself together. She's like, I'm over it, Mom. I'm over it. So then and she goes. She goes, I can't get out of this funk. It makes me want to cry. I'm like, it's been three hours since, <laughs> since he became Lee Deckhand. What do you mean you can't get out of this funk? It's been like, it's an afternoon. So then the gays are cheering, cheersing, and everybody's playing cornhole. And then we see what the captain's doing. Got a goddamn fly on a sandwich. I'm going to have to get a shotgun out. Fucking fly. Now the guests are eating and Heather's like showing them how to eat Hawaiian food because she's from Hawaii. And she's like, I'm very thankful because for someone who isn't Hawaiian, Chef Rachel really killed it. This is the little taste of home that I needed. I'm like, I didn't know you were like uh, bottoming out. I didn't know you needed a taste of home, but cool. So um, 
Yeah, and then she's like, and look at Justin. He went from being an asshole to a chill kitty cat on the beach. (laughs) Still seems pretty terrible to me. I wouldn't say he's a kitty cat. um, Fraser is standing with Jake, and he's like, is my butt dirty? And Jake's like, oh, I'll get it for you. So he, like, brushes off his butt. And Fraser's like, thanks, boo. And, (laughs) um, yeah, then Jake, like, sits on a traffic cone. And then Jess (laughs) Jess is singing... um, I love being by myself at work. She's like, I love being by myself at work. Everybody's just singing to themselves this whole episode. This yeah. begins everybody singing to themselves. So then the staff, most of the staff goes back to the boat, leaving Fraser alone with the guests. And the, so they like let him play cornhole. So he like plays it for the first time. And he goes, oh, well, I could have done worse. Thank you for letting me try that. That stupid trash game played by trash people. Wow. I can't believe you put beans in a bag and thought that would be fun to throw it around. Exciting for trash. Thank you. Next time I want to know what it feels like to be you, I'll stand on a corner with a tin can and jingle change around. Should be fun. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so then um, Jess smells pee-pee in the room. And then uh, the guests are coming back. And so Fraser's like, well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. You know, I like to say, let's not litter on the beaches. And what's good about you is that you're a trash that actually takes itself off the beach. So thank you. <laughs> Self-cleaning litter. How about that? <laughs> they do grow them well in Seattle, don't they? So then uh, Jess, Rachel's back in the galley and Jess comes in. She's like, do you need help? And Rachel's like, yeah. And Jess goes, don't fart. And Rachel's like, <laughs> He farted. So then uh, the captain is talking to Heather. He's like, can I go, kiddo? She's like, mm, it was very successful. Well, how's Justin doing? Ah, good. Good for him. God, I love to see someone play out a redemption story. <laughs> right? If he doesn't, it becomes a Red Dead redemption. So Heather says, um, you know, the interior says, says that everyone did great. Everyone did a great job. And so they're packing up the picnic. And Jake is basically the, the, deck, the deck crew. Uh, it's coming back to the boat and they've got all this stuff and they're sort of like they're loading it onto the onto like that that platform area and Reina is like she just she like whistles or something and like Jake becomes one of those bosses where like you can't do anything that expresses any visual sense that you might not have urgency even though you might be totally urgent but like the fact that she whistled he's like can you go a little bit quicker please please I mean you're walking around and whistling we're not chilling you're not pulling your weight you're not pulling your weight it's like what do you mean she's not she whistled for crying out loud and you put her on the teat patrol and then you're gonna say that she's not pulling her weight that's not fair yeah he's being an asshole it's like give the man one second of power and look how he goes yeah. So she's like, but that's not true. He's like, it is true. And she's like, you better think the way you talk to me because I swear I'm not the one. He's like, pull your weight. And she's like, I can't believe how he's talking to me. This is crazy. Whistling. She was whistling. Did you hear a whistle? I was like, weren't you like the fun guy with the handlebar mustache who likes getting pegged literally like three yeah. minutes ago? Please get over yourself. I don't think you're allowed to have a whimsical handlebar mustache and then get mad at someone for whistling, okay? <laughs> that just doesn't work. Okay, if you've got the handlebar, you have to be accepting all whimsy. All yeah. whimsy, all the time. Well, so, except that, in our own experience, those waiters at that place where they all look like him. What's that place in L.A.? Um, down the street from where we had Thanksgiving at Jess's house, your friend Jess, remember? Oh, oh, yeah, that place is closed, but um, yeah, the British place. Yes, and they all have, like, handlebar mustaches. They're all fucking assholes over there. Well, they were. I guess not now, since it's closed. And you know who else has those handlebars? The villain on the train track who ties the girl down. Never trust a person in one of those, like, curly little mustache things. And every barista. They all have the handlebar mustaches. (laughs) If you get a handlebar at at, at a coffee shop, guess what? They're not going to help. They're 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 like, hey, so what can we do for you? Um, could I get this? But could you like? Do you have like? Can you like serve it to me in a tall cup instead of this? Mm, no, we can't do that for you. It's like, well, you have a handlebar mustache. You're supposed to be helpful. You're whimsical. So Heather tells us, oh, the guests came back and they're full. Welcome to the trend of twenty one. It's twenty twenty one. It's called Liner. Liner, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Dunch, but I also just got mad at myself for trying to make Dunch happen. I just, I just, I need someone to come up with a better phrase. Okay. I, re- I reject Dunch and Liner. I think we could do better. Yeah. 
So then Jess is doing dishes with Fraser, and he's like, the boat is rocking. She's like, I'm over it. That's why I keep singing to myself. She's like, well, <laughs> we all have our coping me- mechanisms. Mine is making a mental picture of Heather popping out of a trash can to be ridiculed by Bert and Ernie simultaneously. So <laughs> do whatever you can to live, girl. <laughs> and then Lee is, Captain Lee is talking about, uh, is talking with Eddie, and he's like, I like that Jake pays attention and he listens. I'm leaning towards... We made the right call. And Eddie's like, called it. I knew it. All right. Now you want to do some practice with those knobs? You remember, push, <laughs> then rotate. <laughs> so Ray, uh, J- Ray? Who's Ray? Oh, Raina. Raina. Raina's smoking outside and talking to Jake. And she's like, I, don't, I didn't really hear what she said. She said something she like, like everybody start doing that to your ass. I just wrote, huh? And he goes, you better. Something like that. And she goes, you're crazy as fuck. Well, it wouldn't be the first time someone's called me crazy. I just, I can't switch off. I, I get into that mode, you know? Yeah, and she's like, you're not seeing it, but today's been really hard on me. Like, I cried earlier. I don't have an attitude. I'm just not happy all the time. And he's like, well, we got there in the end, and now we're all good. And she doesn't That's answer. That. She just kind of flicks. She's like, oh, thanks for you declaring that. Okay. That toxic optimism. So then uh, Jessica is queasy now from the boat rocking. By the way, the boat rocking in the anchorage that Eddie was like, this is a pretty cool anchorage. It's a little, ro- little roly-poly, but it's pretty cool. So she's getting queasy. And uh, and then Eddie goes to check in on Raina because she's looking a little down. And he's like, hey, what's wrong? And she's like, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But uh, Jake, it's just his delivery is not great. Like he told me, you just got You move too slow. You don't play your way on this team. And Eddie's like, yeah, I can understand how that's how that could be really hurtful. But... At the same time, you have to remember, he's the lead deckhand now, so you just got to take that role seriously, and maybe you should try to absorb some of his, uh, some of what he's saying, even if it really doesn't make any sense and is very patronizing, because he's a bro. Uh, and he's like, remember, he's just getting into this role right now, and he's doing a really, really good job. And she's like, on my last boat, if the lead deckhand talked to me like that, the first officer would have told me to tell him to fuck off, and if he does it again, come talk to me. And she tells him, well, it's really aggressive. And he's like, yeah, well, this is an aggressive world. It's an aggressive season we're in. And you did a good job today, kid. Don't forget to turn, push the knob in before you turn it. <laughs> the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> also, Eddie, not helpful at all, by the way. Don't come in acting like you're going to try to console her and then be like, mm, you should listen to that totally irrational feedback you got from him. So then... Yeah, but um, also, Wes. what's a proper response to, like, my boss was harsh with me. He told me I was moving slow. I mean, it's called having a fucking boss, you know? I couldn't be a boss, I don't think. And by the way, I totally agree with her. Jake's being an asshole. But I don't know. It's your bo- Like, it's your boss now. So what do you do? Yeah. Um, I don't know. And luckily, I'm not in that position where I have to figure it out. So now we go over to Wes and Jess, who, when they become a couple, they'll be known as Wes. Wes. <laughs> Or Jess. <laughs> or lunch. Or or, or Dunch. So or then, Ouija. Uh, that would be fun if they were named Ouija. Oh, Ouija. Or SS. That's funny the SS that we think West the same Jess. way. Because I've wrote their couple name is Wes. <laughs> Wes, <laughs> Wes and like, Jess and Mess. I rhymed. <laughs> He's like, so, cat person or dog person? You know? And she's like, well, I have a cat, but I like both. And I think I was a cat in another life because I could just lie around. <laughs> And she, the producer's like, do you like Jess? And she's like, well, I don't not like him. I mean, he's a good down-to-earth per I'm exhausted. Is this, is that Jake still going? <laughs> Just falls off the chair and takes a nap on the floor. Like, what the fuck with this person? I've never seen <laughs> this much of a slug on a show that actually still does a good job. Like, she hasn't really been bitched at a lot. No. She's like, well... God, I loved quarantine. I would just sit around all day wearing a robe. Oh, that was the life. Oh, man. And so he's like, cool. So then Heather, like, she's feeling really queasy. So Heather's like, hey, you know, you only have, like, you can you can knock off early. So she lets her off basically about half an hour early. And then uh, Heather, um, oh, actually, I'm sorry. She had already done that. She already told Jess to knock off early. But now she has seen Jess and Wes talking in the mess. And flirting, and it's like 11 o'clock, and it's been two hours since she told her to knock off early. So Heather's like, hmm, my Stu who's sick, uh, yeah, she is up in the crew mess flirting with Wes all night long. So, you know, go to fucking bed. <laughs> oh, God. So clearly they're going to get into a fight soon. 
And then it just cuts to Jess going, (laughs) like she's laughing in her sleep. It's so weird. So then in the morning, Rachel is serving king crab, snow crab, and huevos arrancados. Rachel's like on her own planet this season like last season she was at least kind of interacting with people this season yeah. they just cut to her and it's five minutes or it's just like five quick seconds of her being like yeah i'll put it in your butthole <laughs> and then there's like a tribal painting thing that they use for the beach picnic and wes is dancing with it and he's going woo tang woo tang so um so uh, Lee, they're serving the breakfast, and Lee's like, "So you guys ready on deck, huh? All right, because we're gonna. It's time to we're we're heading in, okay? So he's he's radioing to the deck crew, and they're like, one minute, one minute, we're almost done.' And he's like, "Well, let's get it done, because I'm a thousand yards from the markers, so let's get it done. God damn it!" Uh, so everybody's running around trying to do it, and Eddie's like, this needs to be secured. Seriously? I need radio silence from here. Drop the fenders. And then we see a fender cover fly off, and he's like, what the hell happened to a fender? It wasn't secure, Dad. Ah, Jesus Christ, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, if you don't see that the fender cover's secure, well, secure it first. So Lee's like, you need to be checking these things, people, and that means everyone. Won't happen again, Dad. Uh, so everybody get in your whites. So Jess is like, ow, fuck my life. I put my earrings from a cut in my finger. Fuck. That sounds painful. And then, um, <laughs> and then so they die. so much like her. <laughs> just so I, Jess, like, ow. I thought my so, ear was my finger. I actually thought it was Rachel who said it, but either way, I thought the whole idea of it was very painful, and I was like, I'm not going back to double-check this because I just want to move forward. But um, So now they, they dock without incident. No further fender covers go 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 missing. And then, uh, so they let, now they line up, and everyone says goodbye to the group, and Justin's like, thank you again, and I'm sorry about my actions the first night, and just for old time's sake... Go fuck yourselves and throw yourselves off the back of the boat. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, well, I guess we can all say it together. And then they put them all on the screen at the same time. And they all go, fuck off. Yeah. So then um, cleaning. Rachel's singing that she needs a drying rag. And then uh, temp meeting time. All right. Fraser, Fraser goes, ew, flush next time. Trash. I guess you can't expect more from trash when it has to flush trash down the flush the toilet tip meeting all right well overall the charter went pretty good forget the first night but this morning's docking you guys didn't look very coordinated yeah the fenders we need to pay more attention to that yeah we'll work on that dad because remember everything needs to be secured it's not acceptable to have things flying overboard yeah, that's what I was saying. All right, stupid. All right, everybody. Uh, we got a lot of money this time. Eight thousand nine trillion fifty-seven million guilt dollars that they left us. So get out of here and go celebrate. <laughs> and so now they're cleaning, and Fraser is uh, drawing something in the like the pantry area, and he's like, "Drawing is so mind-numbing. It's like listening to Heather's stories, or really anyone's stories. Pretty much everyone's boring." <sighs> So, Jay, the guys are sitting around at some point, and Jake's like, so, uh, Eddie, how do you get on with Captain Lee? He's like, well, we've been together six years. I mean, wow, worst, worst mistake I've made. Let's see. Well, I did sleep with the stew in the laundry, and he wasn't mad, just disappointed, and I did have a girlfriend back home. Ah, I was embarrassed, and I took five years off. It's like, okay, that's kind of admitting your faults. Yeah. But let's not forget that you also totally gaslit that crazy, or that, well, she was crazy, gaslit that person, and then told everybody she was crazy and making it up. I think that was the worst part. That was the worst part. you know, just don't want you to miss anything there, buddy. And the condescending way he talked to his girlfriend, um, both before that moment and during it and after. So then um, they dress up to go out, and uh, they're in the vans, and Fraser's like, do we know how old Heather is? What do you guys reckon? Trash and a half years old. It's like, what if I find out that I've been bossed around by a child? I will be so fucking furious. Which he's going to be, because doesn't she like 25? Yeah. He's going to be so mad. And they're all well, cracking up at him. 
There's no way she could possibly be younger than us, other th- unless, of course, that her skincare regimen is just wretched, which would be hilarious. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So they go to a restaurant called The Rice Mill, and Rachel's like, I'm freezing my tits off! And then guess what we get? Some Jenga truth or dare. Okay. Oh my god, never seen that fuck? on Bravo before. That's just crazy. Jenga Truth or Dare on Bravo. Literally every show this week. What the hell? I'm so Not over literally. it. So Reyna is like, have you ever pissed in a hot tub recently? <laughs> no. And then uh, Jess, is, Jess pulls one that says, what's in your bedside drawer? Well, it's an entire drawer full of candy. <laughs> and she's like, hmm. And Rachel just looks at her and goes, she's like, it's so sad. <laughs> He's so sad. And Wes, have you made out with someone here? He's like, I'm going to say no. And Raina's like, tell us who you want to make out with, though. And he's like, well, if I had to choose. And Raina just starts going, just, 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 just. Mm-hmm. I Everyone's like, on a thing or two. Yeah. Like, how to hop on a coffee table after you have a peppermint patty from the drawer. And by hop up, I mean step up slowly. That's exhausting. Really. Those commercials are really hard to execute, it turns out. <laughs> so I'm Jake like, you know what? I'm, Kit Kat's more my speed. Like, give me a break. Give me a break. I don't even want to. I don't even want a piece of that Kit Kat bar. I just want a break. That's all. Yeah, I would have a piece of that Kit Kat bar, but breaking it off is fucking exhausting. So. <laughs> it's a lot. Sometimes you feel like and Sometimes you don't. And sometimes you just want to say. where's my naps joy that's what i want so jake's dare is to give a lap dance and he gives it to eddie and of course lap dances him and then starts like (laughs) lifting himself up and down yeah (laughs) he like goes from like silly like 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 play play lap dance to like oh he's he's ready to really He's really he's getting luck this thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's really taking this pegging personality far. Uh, so Heather's like, no wonder he's lead deck hand. <laughs> and so Fraser, Fraser is like, what's the game plan the rest of the season? And Jake goes, well, what do you mean? We're just having fun. Are you going for anyone? And he's like, well, no, but I don't have much of a choice, do I? Yeah, he's like, well, what do you mean, Fraser? I mean, there's plenty of choice. He goes, there's no choice, you very simple man. He goes, oh, are you gay then? He's like, <laughs> Fraser's like, uh, I was so shocked that it took has taken Jake this long to piece that together. I guess he's more of a moron than I ever expected. And Jake's like, I thought you were straight, but you were just very well kept. And <laughs> they leave, and every Eddie's like, wow, everyone wants a piece of Fraser. Because they all want to get in Fraser's car. And um, Heather's like, how does it feel to be wanted, Fraser? And he does like an American accent. He just starts talking in an American accent. They're like, stop. Mm -hmm. So now they get back to the boat and um, everyone's getting ready. Everyone goes into the hot tub. Okay. And so uh, they're they're just like drinking and they're partying. They're being silly. And then at one point, Eddie picks up um, Heather and like slings her over his shoulder and then drops her back into the water where I'm surprised she didn't get a head injury, but you know, it worked out. <laughs> and then slowly people start to peel off from the hot tub. Yeah. So Fraser is at the fridge and he's like, I need a shower, a glass of champagne, but I have a feeling it's not going to happen. And he gets more beers and goes back to the hot tub. And meanwhile, Eddie's calling his girlfriend. And first of all, Guilty you don't need to call though. your girlfriend, stupid. What are you doing? Okay. You're just going to call your girlfriend. He's He shows that he's still the same, right? Because he calls his girlfriend, drops a load on her head, and then gets mad at her. Yeah, gets mad at her for reacting to him because he's basically having faux accountability. I think he's trying to basically, uh, he doesn't, he knows it'll be on TV. So he doesn't want, he's sort of trying to like get ahead of the story a little bit. So he tells her that they went to dinner and they went to a hot tub. He's like, yeah, and the girls were going at it. And like, I was like, holy shit, the chief stew's right there. So her name is Heather, by the way. And I grabbed the chief stew and, and I horsed her over my shoulder. Then I dunked her in the water and that was it. And I'm not getting, I did nothing wrong, which is why I'm totally telling you about it right now. Cause I totally don't have a guilty conscience. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't pick her up and smack her on the ass or anything. I just dropped her in the water. God, you got nothing to worry about. 
And he's telling us, well, having a girlfriend who lets you disappear, I mean, that's not easy, you know? But she's handling it well. <laughs> Just kidding. She's not. She's not at all. So he's telling her, listen, I know it's not what you signed up for, so it's fine. I'll just get someone in there tomorrow to take care of my plants. So if you want to take off, just do what you got to do. Yeah, because she's clearly, like, upset. And he's kind of calling her bluff, or what seems like there's a bluff. And he's like, I mean, you're the one who's threatening me with it, so go ahead, do it. I don't care. I just love that that's his response, is to just be like, okay, like, we have a relationship, but you're going to get mad at me for telling you this, so therefore I'm just, like, right now my plants are my priority. Like, don't worry, because I can have someone else water my plants. It's like, you're such a dick. He's such a dick, and he's such a dumb-dumb. Like, you, you didn't do anything bad, so why do you have to... It's like he calls her on purpose to make her jealous and then gets mad at her for getting jealous, and she's probably going to see it and be like, who cares? That was stupid. And then makes her feel disposable by saying, oh, don't worry, I can have someone in there to, like, water the plants. So more ass dancing by the heater. And Heather's like, who peed? Oh my god, it might have been me. <laughs> and so Raina's pulling Jake and Fraser's Fraser. God, that sticks. How do you say Fraser after Fraser? Like, how do you do it? I don't know how to know. do it. But she pulls their it's heads like, together. How do you talk to like an angel? A, a three-way makeout. And Wes is like, uh, this Raina Jake thing, oh, this is going to get messy. Yeah. And then now it winds up just being the three of them, of the of the three-way kissers. And then Jake is like, should we go get some fucking hummus then or what? Which I'm like, wow, that was an aggressive way to say anyone want to get hummus. So they go downstairs and Raina's putting a muffin in the toaster. And then Jake starts like snorting the hummus, which was gross because it's like now no one can really have that hummus. And it's uh, just like it also was aggressive. like dripped on the table. Oh, well, either way. It's also, like, not the consistency. I feel like you want to snort, even if you're being jokey. I just I was like, was don't kidding. snort the hummus. I think he was I'm kidding. like, this is not a, this is not a laughing <laughs> he matter. Didn't, he didn't literally snort the hummus up, silly. <laughs> he would but be it, joking. <laughs> I, but you know what, though? I didn't like the idea of him snorting on that table. And I didn't like the idea that there was hummus on the table. The whole thing just felt disrespectful to nasal passages and to tables <laughs> and to hummus. <laughs> Oh, so they're all wasted, and Fraser's like, well, did you just snort that? High five. And he's like, well, everyone's going after you. And yeah, Jake's like, stroking his hair. Why? And he's like, because you're sexy mofo. So if you marry me before Miami, he's like, if I marry you. And Jake goes, well, I'm engaged. Well, technically. And so now Raina's like, what? I mean, you should have told me you're engaged. I mean, you stuck your tongue down my throat and you don't want to say nothing. I feel like a fucking idiot. Complete bullshit. Which is true. Although, to be fair, Raina is literally seeing someone in Canada. So, it goes <laughs> <Yeah>. both ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, she's all mad and goes to bed. And Jake's like, what? You don't know the full story? Uh, Did I say something wrong? Or was it just the hummus coming out of my nose? And Fraser mm -hmm. goes... This is why you don't do crew romances. It's going to be an absolute disaster. I can't wait to see how it happens. Dun, dun, dun. That's the end of Below Deck. Yes, so everyone, thanks for listening. Please don't forget to go check out uh, our tickets for our live shows coming back next year. Uh, some of the places have already sold out and some of the places have low ticket counts. So definitely go check that out. Uh, that's at watchercrappens.com. We want to see all your smiling faces there. Okay, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. We'll talk to you next time. We'll be back um, same time, new show, next week. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no last namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying. Okay. We McLovin. Karen McClelland. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Let's give a kiss a Reno to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. The Bay Area Betches. 
Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabuli, it's Annie and Julie. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlet. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet Kuchar. We love you guys.